Intro this. Blackout Deeks, everybody. For all y'all that missed out the last three episodes, uh, DK was inebriated. So check him. So go ahead. <laughs> I have no sound. Go down. Go down. I don't got no sound. Which one? You here? You good? God damn. Sorry, folks. We just audio-tistically inclined. We're, we're garbage. Selling tables. Look at what you're doing. Was that a, a Mazda? A Mazda? Was that a car? What is that? Nonsense. I know. That's what happens when you build tables, yo. Reclaim witness. Reclaim witness. Go ahead. Intro. 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 Yo, it's episode 71. Got a very special guest. What a dance. Right here, nobody. What it is. What it is. Mr. Brandon Greathouse. Uh, what's uh, that's what I'm saying. So you coming off? Let's let's start straight to it. You was in Russia kicking it with Vladimir Putin, freestyling in the park. Nah, what's good? I was in the Czech Republic for like two weeks out there chilling. Oh, okay, that so was, it's was awesome. Shout out to the Czech Republic. You so know. give it up. Like, what was what was going on out there? What what was people missing? What were you out there for? I just was getting a text. He was like, "Yo, man, I'm getting deported back to my homeland of Czech Republic. Come through. I'm having a weird video shoot, like right before I leave or a party or something." I was like, "Yo, are you okay?" Like, I was like, "Was everything okay?" Now I went out there and I was doing a a thing called Festival United. We did it last year, and this year they flew me back out to do it again. And so second time out, second time, same out. circle, and this is a a dance workshop. Um, it is actually a um, a festival, like a full-on festival. Like music festival. Music festival. And did you perform as an MC as well? or? Nah, but that's what I'm working Not on. Not this time. Okay, cool. So I'm the next time on, you come you know on. Okay. But this one, I they flew me out, and they flew in, like, I think 12 dancers from all over the Czech to work with me on the hip-hop side, and then they had a contemporary side, and they put together a show basically to perform on the main stage at the festival. Damn. So I took 10 to 12 dancers who were closer to the beginner, intermediate side, Yeah. put together a show, and they performed on the main How long were you out there for? I was out there for a week before, just trying to, I had like three days before to yeah. accustomed to the jet lag, two days to kind of just set in and get ready, and then the rest of the time was to build with them, and then... I think they had a total of six days to actually learn all the choreography. And then perform it? And, yeah, six-minute show. Damn. Or four-and-a-half-minute show. In six days? Six days. Damn, that's Fuck they that. Shut it down. Six of them? That's all choreography, bro. You know how hard that is? Yeah. There's groups that take like six, eight months just to get to like a solid six well, minutes. Yeah, I mean, that's so, all they got. Yeah. Well, but they gave me three hours in the morning, three hours in the afternoon, and then... We just got it in. The downside was we was walking everywhere. Oh, like so, they ain't got no public transport. Well, I mean, for that many. How many dancers like came out for this or how many? Or you specifically just ran with those 12? I, I got to work with just the 12. Okay, cool. So okay. They were already interviewed and brought in. Yeah. Part of this 12. Yeah. And then they worked. They, they came together. They had to stay hard times and they was tripping and going through it like every dance crew does. Yeah. Show, yeah, but they just had it all condensed into six days. <laughs> That's crazy. But they 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 got up there, they killed it. Yeah, uh, they did their thing, and then afterwards, um, 
you know, it's like everybody's family now because, you know, we went through the trials and tribulations of in six yeah. days. Yeah. How do you feel about that, man? You you branching out, you you giving dance back to the world. Is that like crazy like you ever think about it or are you just you doing you? Um, I love it. It's like something that I know God gave me to do as a dancer, so uh, I can't really stop until he say stop. So. That's crazy. For all you that don't know, man, like the hustler right here, always on the grind, always seeing the other side. Like I, I like I told you earlier when we were just pre-pod, we were getting all warmed up. Um, like you've been about that. So after that, you came back home, and then basically, if you follow the IG, shout the IG right now. Uh, nobody nine one six K N O W B O D Y nine one six. Repping, repping hard. He's somewhere, everywhere. Check out those posts. They're ridiculous. The bed, the bed joints are the the most ridiculous. I'm like, for all y'all that don't know, how tall are you? Six one, six two, something. Six foot, you know. Six foot doing some crazy shit on the bed, yeah. Flips look like he like he almost did, man. Yeah, I almost did make a couple of. I saw some. I was like, nah, this got to be photoshopped or something. Something happened. When I was little, I used to run into the hotel room and that's the first thing you did. And wanted to just flip on the bed. It was like, stop it. But now, no, ain't no one here to tell me. You got Morris over there reading the newspaper like a Republican, like that fool's always fail. in the background chilling. Like I know, dog. For boom, for Morris being Morris, you're like, yo, you would think that fool would just like try to undercut you and flip right on top of you or something like that. Like I'm like, yo, that fool is the chillest dude in the world when it comes to crazy. Shout out, B boy Morris. Thank you for blessing the pod. But when he hit that dance floor, yo, you know what it is. He's a hater. I love it though. <laughs> He's a habitual line stepper. You already know what's good with it. So what's up? You're working on Headbangers Brawl right now, too. That's part of the World of Dance series or show? Uh, it is the all-styles battle side of World of Dance. They have graciously given my boy Morris and me the the okay to run with it. We brought in DJ Cool Cuts. I am the official host for the Headbangers Brawl. Tight. DJ Cool Cuts is the official DJ for the Headbangers Boom. Brawl. Shout out to family for DJ Cool Cuts. I'm going to get your ass on here. Stop playing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that'll be a good one. Yeah, always is. about how they blocking out all the DJs. Oh! Hate, 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 hate. But yeah, no, you've been at this Headbangers Brawl shit. No, you can't. You got to bring that up when we have them on the pod. Oh, yeah. Get DJ Cool Cuts on That's the That's what I'm saying. We got to get Cool Cuts for all you out there. Cool Cuts is where it's at. You already know we have a long history. It goes back. So yeah. It goes back deep. We yeah. run in the, the, the battle side of So give everybody out there for who doesn't know if you're not a dancer or a dancer, just give a little brief synopsis of what the Headbangers Brawl is and just just a little a little bit just for all the people out there that aren't familiar right, with so that. So the Headbangers Brawl, if you go to World of Dance, you go to see the main stage with all the dancers doing choreography. On the other side of that wall, though, is where all the freestylers get to let loose in the battle and get to see who the top in their city really is. So Oof. basically, it's like the stamp of approval for a dancer that's trying to make his name as a freestyler. It's one of the only places right now that you can really get it off and really build some major recognition because their Instagram or their Instagram following is ridiculous. Their YouTube following is even more ridiculous. So if you get to that final battle where you're on the main stage and they post that video, you get a, a really good chance of people seeing what you can do and recognizing the talent that you've been bringing all night. So it's it's a great outlet for dancers trying to build a name, dancers trying to build something with their skills. So you know. Damn. Build something, get sponsored. You know what I'm saying? Like Skull Candy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, shout out over here. Wait, shout out to the sponsor, Skull Candy. They just sent me these lovely headphones. Fire. Um, You know, this other brand. Oh, damn. He's struggling over here. He got the microphone attacking him. I think they call 
PRPS. PRPS. Yo, get that up. Get that up. Boom. Props. Skull candy. Three sponsors in right now. What's the third? What's the third? That's a thing called Skid Plates. Shout out to Skid Plates. Y'all was the first. Skid Plates. Skid Plates. They're like. Skid Plates. You screw these little U's on your shoe. And then you skid everywhere, yo. Oh, okay. and when you slide, sparks shoot off. Oh, so that shit. That's got to be some kind of weird hazard, but that's wild shit, though, right there. Yeah, I remember that. Does it have to be on yeah. asphalt or, like, cement, or what does that got to be on? kind of hard surface that has a little bit of friction, you get some sparks Ooh. on. So the first video I shot with them was in the check the first year I went. So what's up? They give you, they give you a pair yet, or they got your they shit over there? They gave me, like, uh, four or five pairs. Damn, son. This is all through just the love of dance and your hustle for dance. Yep. IG is a beautiful thing right now. Get on the future. Hey, everybody, check it. The future is where it's at. Digital is everything. Yeah, so shout out to everybody that's following me on IG. Y'all making it happen. I just hit 13K. Woo! 13K! Absolutely nothing in comparison to the rest of these dudes, but 13K is is love for me. Dude, 13K is great, brother. I'm still a nobody. I'm not a famous dude. I'm just a a dad. The moniker comes out. Yo, it's a nobody. It's just love for dance. So. Respect, respect. So what have you been learning? So you've been watching, obviously you've been hosting these uh, headbanger brawls, right? Yep. And uh, we've had multiple dancers on here, uh, some talking about freestyling. But what are you seeing? Because now from what it sounds like, you know, you're like on the forefront of where this is possibly going. Where are you seeing the deficiencies and the greatness in what's happening with all style dance right now? Well, uh, def- deficiencies is always the pride and ego. It's always holding us back. It's going to always hold you back. Because, of course. You know, they, they talk about it. The pride comes before a fall. So if you got all that pride, it ain't, ain't going to last too long before you shoot yourself in the foot. But the greatness is we have opportunity because we are a valuable commodity to companies, to businesses, to marketers, to advertisers. They all want dancers. Mm. And as a dancer, if you understand you have value, once that pride is out the window and everybody starts working together, like I was telling my, my uh, students, um, not my students, but the crew and the family and, the, and there are students as well. But I was telling them that the format of the cattle call audition is what holds dancers back, in my opinion. Because there's so many opportunities out there. You're like, yo, you are you just like going through this process where I'm only picking one or three and those are my favorites as somebody who gets to pick. Well, if... If 100 people show up and these 50 are will, not willing to take the cut low ball price of what they're willing to give you for advertising or for yeah. what you deserve for what you're doing, yeah. but these five are, so you, you're worth $500 on this little, to write your name on it with a pen. Yeah. They're going to pay you $500, but he says, I'll do it for five. Mm. Well, y'all both Asian and- Y'all look alike and all I need is just the look of somebody writing some shit, so- Winning winner, chicken dinner. Five dollars. So now that cuts down the price for every dancer that ever auditions for anything because you guys are coming to these cattle calls and now they have to instead of direct booking and paying them what they deserve, they they're just dumbing it down because everybody wants anything. Like I was talking to Super Crew in the airport and they they said some junk that was dope. He was like, they they book Super Crew for an audition. Okay. They had already booked they not for the audit. They booked them already. Yeah. And then I guess somebody in the thing sent out an email saying we want Super Crew ish B boys. So their management sent them things. So ish. Hey, yeah. They, they're looking for Super Crew ish B boys. You guys should do this. And it was for a substantially less amount. 
Of course, because the and actual booking fee versus what they actually getting are like two different things. And they were like, "What are you talking about? We already booked this gig." Oh, Supercrew did. Yeah, they had already booked it, but, but then they did a rebooking it. where it's like, "Yo, we'll find somebody if it, somebody has a cheaper price." Exactly. So the Damn. dancers that were trying to get on Supercrew ish B boys trying to get on basically are undercutting them for what they are worth. Are actually worth. So, so how does this auto-correct itself? Is it because these systems are able now? Because it's not the dancers that are creating these systems. It's the people behind it. Yes. Mm. So once the dancers... Aware of what their abilities are, then it's all over. But how many of them actually take ownership of what they're putting out there? That's the problem. That's the mm. education level for the dancers that are older that aren't given that education. So for my crews, I'm educating them so that they're in a position to not get taken advantage of. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. So That makes a lot of sense, actually, because now you think about it, because the paradigm of how it really works back then versus now is two totally different things. It's, it's completely You got to say, like we were talking about, like with social media, with uh, what you got with Facebook, IG, like all these things. This is essentially new platforms of getting content out there. It's no different than TV. Like, let's be honest, like you're on IG and you're searching through, you're taking a shit and you're just like, damn, there's a Toyota commercial. There's fucking all types of ads on that motherfucker. And you see the little sponsor blue bar. Exactly. You know it's an ad, so you scroll past it. And the fact that nobody's taking advantage of these things is kind of weird because it's like, yo, this shit is like very relevant, like right now. Yep. Damn, that's crazy. Well, people are taking advantage of it and you can see it because the ones that are taking advantage are the ones who are winning. Yeah. Grabbing a hold of it and, and running with it. it. Yeah. Right now. What do you think what stops people from holding or what stops people from getting on that platform and running with it? They don't know how. Uh-huh. They're afraid of changing the thought process. The that dynamic. Already in. So yeah. It's like if you don't understand what's going on, if you don't take the time to, to to use your knowledge if you're just on there as a consumer like okay, not as a know. fucking uh not as a creator as a consumer yes if you're a consumer you're not you're part of the masses you don't even understand that you're being marketed to every time you touch your phone. yeah it's no different than just having your tvs now in your hands yes and they're going to figure out how to get to you based on whatever it is that you're searching because they have all the information now candy do not just give me these headphones because i'm cute exactly they know i have influence so they call to something and they're like yeah yes as an influencer people are going to look at what i'm posting because i'm posting content and i'm engaging with my my peoples and it's happening yeah as an influencer they're like yo you could be seen here you go brother damn that is crazy $225 for a sweatshirt. Damn. I, I, when do I buy a $225 sweatshirt? I, I seen it. Swap meat, like, let me get oh, that hustle life, yo. Yeah, but if they're going to give it. Because they know that you have certain influence. Okay, now looking forward, if not just say, let's just take this out of context and let's go into the real world for a second. Like a girl with a big ass booty on IG. How much followers she got? She she's advertising her her booty. True, but see now now you start to get to the issue. She's say twenty two years old, right? Mm -hmm. She has nine million people following her. Don't you kind of think also this is a weird time? And I'm not saying it's bad or good. I'm just saying this, and and this is from the Rogan shit. You heard this pod where they were like, she has influence, and to have somebody at that age just because she's just showing a body part like. What is that bill for the future, and how does this how does it work out? Because she can now be like, "Yo, everybody, this is what I believe in." Oh, you're like, "Yeah, okay, cool." Well, well look at your your the the model for almost eight percent of 
like women now is freaking Kim Kardashian. Ooh. What is she famous why is that still a thing? It Yo, Deeks, why you be watching that, Deeks? It's your beauty. <laughs> Yo, Deeks, why you be watching that? Like, she has a freaking TV. app that, that is like one of the top selling apps in what's called. She has an app? Name. Yeah, and why you lying, Pete? I, I saw you download that. Oh, Facebook said you downloaded it. She sells clothes on the app. Yeah. And it's one of the best selling apps on the thing. Like um the, the Jenner chick that got the makeup yep. line. They said her makeup line is at the same quality level as a as a Kmart line makeup. Boo! But it doesn't matter though because everything's marketing. It don't even matter. But her name's on it, so she can sell exactly. And you sell the name and the brand. It's it's TV being introduced all over again. Yep. Real talk to a different generation. Yep. The generation before us doesn't know about pagers but, and phones. What they do know about though is the cell phone being the end all be all. But the cool part is right now. All yeah. these companies, they don't know how to market to... Not yet. Us. Not yet. That's why this is a weird time, because it's in transition. Some motherfuckers that can take advantage of it, anybody who's on that new shit, get on that new shit. Um, D-Trix, shout out to D-Trix. Boom, D-Trix, you already know. IG, you know what I'm saying? He opened up my thinking on it when he was like, "They, if you go in as you're invaluable and they need you, they need you. Yeah, and then you have the you have the leverage. Because they don't know as much as you know, but you command that audience that they can't get. Exactly. So if, if he can command the audience, you're like, well, this is my following. Boom. What you going to offer me? He's doing huge things. Oh, yes. yeah. Dietrich is killing it. Yeah. On, on his game. And he's been on it for a minute. Like, he's been, uh, I want to say, I'll put him in the pioneer category, to be honest, because ain't no one seen it yeah, yeah. at that height where he's now in whatever you want to call this social media movement. He's that first. Yep. Yeah, he's part of the pioneer. Look, I ain't gonna lie. Like he's I used to watch up there. Him and Ryan all the time. Yep. Higa. Ryan Higa is, yeah. the, is the man. Nigga Higa, what up? Oh, holla! How you feel about that? That's what I'm saying. This is the future, Back bro. Back in the day, this was like five to seven years ago. But see, that five seven years though, they're the ones that want to take a risk on it. Yeah, and exactly. put the content out there. Exactly. Because you want to think like everybody's gonna say it's garbage, it's yeah. stupid. But then take a risk on it because it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Everybody said you're garbage, you're stupid. That's not real. That's fake. And Dietrich was like, okay, cool. I'm going to keep on doing it. Got me a check. Got exactly. It made you feel a certain way. So you was watching it. Yeah. Chick. Boom. You was. Yeah, cool. Because how many people consume the earth? How many people are here in our just country alone? And that's another thing for dancers that. Um, Got to think bigger. That, that think they're not good enough to be dope. Dude. The dance community, all right, we have the whole earth, which is this whole table. Boom, whole earth is the whole table. That's the amount of dope dancers that exist, that little piece of paint True. plot. But what makes a dope dancer? Opinions. See? But how do you know, though? How do you know who's who's dope and who is it? It's in your opinion. Exactly. You have to sell me on what you're doing. You get into that dot. Yeah. And there's so many people in the world that think you're amazing that you're looking at this stupid little dot about who's really, really dope. You miss out on the fact that you are actually good at what you do, and people admire what you do. But that's like the hardest thing to do, though. Yes, it's about I'm talking about not just on dance. What we're talking about is as human beings. Like, Diggs, do you feel comfortable in your skin? Fuck yeah. Okay, when did you arrive at that point, though? Last mm-hmm. night. <laughs> that night one blackout little... podcast? <laughs> <laughs> when, when did you arrive at that point? How do you know for sure? I know for sure. Because why aren't you, isn't it scary venturing to the art world where you're like, yo, I'm going to put myself on display? Yeah, but. Because this is the hardest thing about artists in particular is because there's nothing to measure your greatness to. Yeah, yeah. but if you if you love yourself, you believe yourself, and you just do it day in and day out, 
Who can tell you no? That's true. You grew up in a good household. That's true. Yeah, yeah. See, but see, it's easier to believe. But see, now here's where the dancing aspect comes in because now dancing's weird because if you go into all styles battle and you're getting judged by judges and you're getting seen by people, you're like, there's that weird breaking point where there's the dancer that's confident Mm -hmm. and will will sell you and show you what it's about, and then you'll buy into it. And there's that dancer that's on the fringe and on the fence and be like. But Ooh, that remember, doesn't look good only because maybe they don't feel they look good. Yeah, but do you remember when dance was like, wasn't a battle, was no judges, you walk into the club and you like, I see You just dance. And let's go. You just kill. Yeah. That, I, at my birthday jam, yeah. I went back to that element. I said, screw the judges. I don't want yeah. the judges. We're going to do it. And I talked to the crowd. Before and it's vibe. Vibe out. Yeah. Like, we're going to do these battles. And I need you to be honest as a crowd, not pick your homie because your homie is your homie. Yeah. Pick who you really feel like won. Yeah. And if you're a dancer and you know you lost and you still say, yeah, I won, then your honor and your integrity is off. And you, you everybody in the room already knows. So you're lying to yourself and everybody sure. already knows. So you just mess up your integrity with yeah. the in the room. And after the foundation was laid, we threw the battle. There was, I think, two battles that happened that night where the person... Got the win from the crowd, and they was like, "No, nah, I really un- honestly feel like I lost. Give it to the other dude." Damn, and that is the change in the game that's going to make battles become. That kind of makes a lot of sense. Because that does make a lot of sense because I don't get how you can judge it. That's my always like, I don't get it. But then with something like that, where it's self-checking system, but also, and then on the back note, just devil's advocate shit. There's also a lot of people that are so fucking humble where they'll never think they're dope. Doesn't matter how dope they are. They're never gonna think they're dope. So if, whether they enter or not, like that's that's a really tough thing that too. Person that never thinks I'm dope. Okay. And I destroy you, and you're real enough to be like, you know what, bro, you, you killed. killed me. Now I have the credibility to uh, say I'm dope because somebody was real enough to not take the win because they just want the money or take the win because they want the credibility. So here's what needs to truly happen: motherfuckers need to get really, really, really ripped. Or high and on some true <laughs> shit because you need to break that true serum because that's really hard to ask upon a dancer who's at about age 22, 23 yeah. to set aside their ego. You know what I'm saying? Like say, say um, I saw this in another country. It was pretty dope. The say me and you are battling. Yeah. And at the end of the battle, the judge walks up and says, "Do you feel like you won this battle?" Yeah. And you're like, "Yes." And you go to the other guy. You feel like you won the battle? Heck yeah! All right, we need one more round then. Oh shit. And then at the end, do you feel like you won? Yeah, I kind of feel like. Do you feel like you won? Yes. Well, he obviously is more confident. Are you sure you feel like you won? But that's what I'm saying. Confidence is the key. And it's just, it's almost like a, a what's it called? Like a, a battle of attrition. Yeah. Like you have to believe in everything you do in 100%. Yeah. And I mean, it's it. I, to be I'll be honest, like that's hella interesting because it is self-governing. And it's weird because you never want to think like, that's never possible because you want to bank on the idea that people are always in the benefit and in the, in in the idea of like I need to do whatever it takes to get there, yeah. versus you know kind of promoting this idea of like just be honest with yourself. Like either it'll show whether the way you answer it, the way you dance, whatever. It's like something will break, and I don't know when that breaking point is. But that's a very fascinating way to approach it because I think that's actually a really good way to do it because it's different. Yeah, and integrity is never going to go out of style. True. It is old school. <laughs> you're a shady dude. The crowd sees it and they start rocking with you. Yeah. It doesn't matter how old you are. Like if you're a little kid and you're like, that nigga shady. You know it. You can see it. Yeah. So if you're a shady dude and you're doing some shade to get through these battles, 
The only reason you're getting away with it right now because nobody's calling them on it. We know what it's like. But that's what I'm saying. At some point, do people call each other out on it? Because um, right now, everything seems like it's very positive. But you know, given that if this is the trajectory of where this can go, it's also going to harbor and invite a lot of the people that want to take advantage of the system. Because now that you know there's a possibility to be seen, people will be able to retrain themselves to be like, cool, I want to do the necessary steps in order to be seen. And then, cool. But not to say that's a bad thing. Because, I mean, like I said, this is the hardest part. Dancing, art subjective as fuck like you're like i don't know who's tight i have my preferences i have my favorites but you can't really drive and dictate like who becomes popular who doesn't like to be honest like it, I, it's so weird it's honestly but there is a platform and i do agree that and i do agree that there's a lot of great dancers there the minute they are able to embrace and harness what they do um and hopefully that some a system like this can almost bring more or less an honest dialogue or just a way to kind of see things in a different way yeah it, it I hope one day it gets there. Well, I'm not hoping. I'm going to push for it to get there so that when it's there, like, say, your kids and my kids is battling. They're the next generation battling. And they already have this system put in place. Yeah, that's just how they do it. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. I lost. Winner. Damn. Crowning the person at the end of the battle without anybody even counting down. Yeah. So they know what's up. Because right now, you know when you lose. Do you? As a dancer? Yeah. B, all right, yeah. P, you already know. You a B-boy. Yeah. You take the L when you're watching somebody. Yeah. Oh, shit. Hell okay. Yeah. If Think about this. If you have to relay that to the B-boy world now, do you think that's an actual, uh, honestly, a different way, but is that more beneficial in the long run for B-boys, if that was the way it was judged? By I don't know th- if it's more beneficial. Um, what do you think could be the problem with it? I mean, the B-boy world is, is egos to the max. True. I mean, but with something like that where you're like, self-check yourself. So what tells you what tells you you lost though? If you were battling, so have, has, has there been there's, a battle where? But you could tell when you're face to face with someone and they're doing something, you're like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, but, even if you're a different style, you're like, but damn. But let's just say the dancer across from you is looking at you like. Oh. But he could be. That's yeah. why the, it's all in the answer. Yeah, that's that's, that's that's basically. I mean, when I used to, you know, when I used to battle, that's I would watch people's sets like. How the fuck do I come back from that? True. Exactly. Yeah. It's almost a natural thing. Yeah. Even though in the B-boy realm, it's a little more, not necessarily confined. Obviously, it's still very open, but it has a lot more years than freestyle dance. That's why with all-style dance, freestyle dance, it's still in its infancy. So, and I can't stress this enough, a lot of it is going to be on the confidence portrayed by the dancer. Yeah. And... Basically, the conviction and whatever little intricacies that you can get through there as a technical standpoint. But I can only imagine it's hard for judges to fucking do that. The weird thing about about the b-boy scene from what I noticed, though, is you can be super fucking confident. Yeah, and still suck. And still. Name some b-boys right now. I already know you have b-boys in your head. You're like, he sucked and he was hella confident. Who? 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 That guy. uh, Yeah. Yeah, uh, good. That guy, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but dance is one of those strange things, though. To be honest, it is expression. Because it'd be like the whole crew will go crazy, but everybody's like, "That's what I see too." I be seeing some shit like that. Like, did I miss that? Maybe I'm not familiar with the dancing style. Well, it, it, it's been like that for years because people yeah. started hyping their own crews. Yes, and only oh. their own crews. So the hype man is now. Yeah. The main, yeah. The entire, the yeah. But that's what gives it credit, though. It, it, and it's a smart it, way to do it. 
It does. Actually, honestly, it does, and it does boost your team, but it also hurts your team because if I all, like Phil used to do with us at Boogie, yeah. oh, you suck, you suck, you suck, you suck, you suck. And then after – And then I go my entire life thinking I suck. It's like, <laughs> oh, shit. Shout out, Phil Tyag. <laughs> Just kidding, Doug. Nah, I'm good. I love myself. <laughs> but at the end of it, when you finally look at yourself and what you're able to do, oh, yeah. you're like light years ahead of the rest of the world. Because True. No one was in there telling you how beautiful you are and what you're doing is. So what you're saying is you're a Republican. Yes. <laughs> That's what you say. But that is an old school way of thinking, though, because yeah, to be honest, it's tough love. And it's saying not nothing's given to you, but at some point you just need to find it. Yeah, and and that. It. Yeah, exactly. Like stop being lazy. when people are good told point. that they're good the whole time. Like, if I'm already good, why am I working so hard? Oh, do you think that's what's happened with this generation? This generation is lazy. Boom! It's official. Brandon is a Republican. <laughs> nah, nah, but we are lazy. It, nah, it, I mean, there is something I to that. When I went to the Czech Republic. What did you notice? Biggest difference between Czech Republic and the United States in terms of dancers. What was the age range you were working with? I learned it on YouTube. Um, the age range I was working with was uh, 13 to about 22. Damn. And they worked their butts off. See? For four, six days straight, nothing but hard work to where the point to where they were like, some girl rolled, rolled her ankle. She was like, I can still do it. I can still, I'm like, you can't even walk. I can still do it. Damn. Like, because they want it. They work hard for it. But what does that mean to them in that culture? For them, it's like, it's everything. It's everything. It's their expression. It's their. Well, what's the difference between them and what's happening over here? It's over here. It's like oh, it's I can do it to get some likes and girls that like me if I do this. You know so people don't life take it seriously. Life is different out yeah. there. Yeah, well, of course. Like, but what's so different? That's well, what I don't get. There, like, what makes us so different? Craft. Like, if you're the baker of the city, you're, you're the like, best baker in the world. No, you're the baker of the city. You bake for everybody uh, in the city. Oh, you're the you build the windows. Oh, you build all the windows for the city. Oh, okay. Like there are specialties. Like if you're like so, it's a small country essentially. It's not a small country, but everybody knows what they want at the age of like fifteen, twelve. They're like, oh yeah, at fifteen, they want you to pick your career and start working on that path. God damn, that's dangerous. <laughs> I know. Czech Republic, dangerous <laughs> with that crazy ass cat. <laughs> bald need, cat. Hey, that shit is wild though. That shit. Tape some fur on that cat. Oh, that's fucked up. You racist, but it's kind of true. Your cat needs a hairpiece. Hey, he <laughs> <No>. needs herpes. <laughs> what? And it's herpes. It needs herpes. <laughs> no, I just saying like that. That is interesting because the United States is a lot different, and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing because. At first it was. Traveling out of it, you start to see a lot of differences. When you see the rest of the world, everything changes. Exactly is my point. I mean, just going to – when my wife and I went to Mexico, uh, we just went to Ensenada. Yeah. And just being across the border, essentially not even four or 500 miles away. It's already a different lifestyle. Like seeing the way they lived while we were on this tour bus going to this this blowhole or whatever it was This called. resort. Yeah. And essentially, it was like favelas. Yeah. But they weren't stacked on top of each other. Yeah, but they, they were just made all laid across. Plywood, like this. Wow. And, you know, kids just walking around, getting like just getting out of school, wearing uniforms, just walking around like it was normal. like kids out, like it was normal. It's fucking crazy. And That's I'm, what I'm saying. Where's America at? Yeah, Where's America at right now, Deeks? I'm on, the, I'm on the bus and I'm like. How the fuck am I going to this? And meanwhile, you got my fucking kids walking 17 miles in barefoot. Yeah, it was crazy. That's what I'm saying. Where are we at, Deeks? Where are we at as a country right now? You voted. I'm spoiled. That I is that's, that's your take. Best way to put it. 
We are. We are. How so? Like, go to how many how many kids right now, high school, middle school, you put them in another country can survive. I don't know. Let alone even make it comfortably. So, but whose fault is that? Ours. It's. I mean, it's. I don't know. It's tough because it's break it's down like, the problem. It's like it's not our fault, but it's like we're fed so much through what. Through everything through media, Social media through social, yeah, so. What is it that they're feeding to the kids That's stopping them from becoming the greatest people yeah. That they can ever be Like you said He said 80% of girls are What's the Kardashians doing We're fed what Man we're fed what people want But to why see. do we follow that We are a consumer society Yeah exactly Bread like and, check out Disney I feel you Since you were a kid Oh it's always been Yeah Like every generation since Disney started Knows what a different version of Mickey That's why Disneyland's a thing and it's the craziest thing. I'm not a big fan of it, but that's just me. I'm rebellious, man. I was watching fucking Coming to America. Disney has yeah. a 65-75-year tradition. Tradition, not even tradition, marketing scheme. Yeah, geared towards this way. It's a McDonald's scheme where it's like, yo, I'm going to get you when you're a kid, and I'm about to eat you up when you're old and your kids have kids and your kids, kids, kids have kids, 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 kids have kids. And you, yeah, I'm about to buy Marvel. Yeah, I'm about to buy Star Wars. What's good with it? Everything that kids love, Disney owns. But is that a bad thing, though? It is It is when you think about they can do whatever they want with it. True. And who's behind Disney? Who's because Walt Disney's dead. He's been dead. Now who's running Disney? Oh, who is? Because Michael Eisner is he still running that shit, or he died too? Because whoever is running Disney can literally run the world. True. Uh, Off of why? Because you you control the future. The whole world, they can run a big. Place. They run a portion of it. Yeah, they can run all of the. Media. There's a lot of motherfuckers that don't buy in, you know, that don't buy into Disneyland like myself. But I get what you're saying, though. The majority of the people. So how do we change the United States? How do we change the United States? Disneyland. <laughs> Good. You're you're the president. You know, the second black president in office. How do we change this? It would it would definitely have to start with starting to get the truth back out about everything. What's the truth? The truth is Say what it. really happens. What is really? What's really happening right now? You know what I'm saying? Did y'all see the 13th? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, all of a sudden, hella dead. I did see the 13th. That junk was, that junk was how crazy. real and how accurate do you think that is? I feel like it's, it's very accurate. You seen the 13th? Yeah, we talked about What's it. What's your take? It's amazing. I True. It, it it's, it's, it showed me a different perspective. Like I said before, I was I was pro gay all rights. Lives matter because I didn't know. But this, I mean, this was few you know months ago mm. before I actually started educating before the myself. black guy got on the show. I'm just no, just no, before I educated myself. Yeah. And that shit will definitely put I mean, you it in. Was, a... It was even before the 13th that I was finally like, "Holy fuck!" Like this shit really. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's crazy, right? Because the minute that they 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 they. The minute that they put it out there that way, and I'm not going to say this. I'm not going to say I've understood it the entire time, but I'll, I know this. There's always been inequality the entire time. Yeah, yeah. I just, for it to actually be uh, put into such a way where you could understand it as an everyday person, yeah. it's like, yes, I totally agree. But it's it's hard to articulate that when you're the one that's being exactly. done that. Yeah, thir- That's what the 13th did for me. I mean, for me, anyways, it, that's, it, that's it, the beauty it, of documentaries. Yeah, it articulated everything, and I had, I was captivated the entire time. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So, I was surprised. All that it was like validated. I was like, that now makes yeah. sense because now there's a bridge from it's where. That's what I'm saying. For real, it made a bridge from where slavery went to where it is today. It's still the same. That's what I'm saying, and it's funny because the same propaganda that they give to you about like singling out this section of how delinquents are, like the own people that have been, you know. 
like put in that mode, even go against their own people just because of that kind of propaganda. And that's the power of media. That's the power of marketing, the power of what this can do. That's why the internet and this, this new shit with the social media shit and all that other shit, this is a brand new ball game, but also it's a race to time because there was a time when YouTube, IG, all these things that were on didn't have commercials, didn't have ads, but now they're there. So that means it's slowly creeping up. The beautiful part of the internet is like, as, as the moment it's still free, and in America, apparently, you can still put out a lot of shit, but at the same time, it doesn't seem like it's uh, going to last for that long. That's just my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Because they're already cutting what we talked about with uh, What's-His-Face about uh, cutting down music. Like, you were trying to make that video, and he was like, nope. my music selection is the most garbage ever. I was like, oh, they started regulating <laughs> on that now. I yeah. couldn't even puzzle. You know what I'm saying? But there was a time where you could just throw anything on there. Yep. Yeah. See? They, they're starting to... See that everything has value. So exactly, I use a Rihanna song that just came. Boom! Out, you ain't doing I that. Blow my name up and blow off of her thing. Song. Yeah. And now they're like, no, you're not blowing up. No, copyrighted, deleted, or muted video. That's, that's yeah. so shitty. Is it shitty though? But think about that. Now, now let's look at it from the standpoint of the music artist. Yes, it's your music it's, is it is it fucked up? Because well, it, it is and it isn't because you're getting advertisement off of True. your song out, but you're not getting paid advertisement off of no. your song out. You're just getting the fucking music play. Industry wants money any way they can get it right now because they're putting millions into these artists. Yeah, and they're not getting those millions I mean, because yeah, nobody's selling CDs no more. Nobody's selling actual analog anything. It's all digital. It's all stream. It's all digital now because people will just stream everything that's and they can why, fucking download it. That's why Apple Music and Tap Title and all these are all hated on coming out. Yeah, because. If nobody's buying it, they just want to be able to monetize how people are listening to the music. Uh, because I mean, essentially, you have. I'm to, a bathroom. If you if you want to listen to a specific song, you have to pay for a subscription yep. for Pandora, for Tidal, for yep. uh, SoundCloud. You have or not SoundCloud, but you know these SoundCloud these, is on the, on the same wave right now. Yeah, but you have to pay for that subscription so that you can listen to that specific song whenever you want. Whenever you want. Yep. And I hopped on my mom's, uh, what is that other one? Um, not Pandora, not Spotify. 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 Yeah. My mom I was like, my, she sent me this code. She's like, hop on. I was like, cool. Ooh. And I just started downloading hella albums. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to put all these albums on. Yeah. But it, I mean, it just, for for the artist, like you said, it, it's, it's free advertisement. Yep. You go to YouTube and you look up a specific dance, you know, to, to a Rihanna song. You want to see the dance. And in the comments, more than half of the comments are like, hey, what song is this? Yep. I'm going to go buy this yeah. song. Hey, what song is this? What song is what song is that? One minute and 43 seconds. You know what I mean? So I think, I think it helps the artists because you think about. Exactly. You think I mean, about, the artists are already the artists, has. How do the artists get paid now? They got to do shows. Yep. So you figure if all these people are hearing your song, spreading your song. Okay, I could go over here and do a show now. But where do you get the money to go pay to go do that yeah, show? That's crazy. Your label's supposed to front that for you, from what I've heard. But, but I don't the know. labels ain't begging yeah. no money now because yeah. the labels get the so money. So it kind of seems like, I mean, it, seems, it's, it sounds like everybody's going to go independent. Our upcoming indep- artists should go independent. The independent world right now is so much better than the yeah. label or has more benefits than the label because now I can just be like, yo, we're yeah. going to throw a show around the corner, post it online, and if my following yeah. is big enough online, I can just draw the numbers. Build, build, yeah, draw the numbers and you dip out. Hey, is there a lot of a lot of uh, parents that go to World of Dance? Yes. 
that I could uh, sell tables to? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just have a booth. Can I give you my business like, card? Uh, uh, I'm gonna hey, have a booth and just gonna have a sell like tables. Like a little thing to like house my bed so I can flip it up to the wall. Like a Murphy bed. Yeah, Murphy. I've bed. been dog. I've been wanting to do that for the last few months. I pay you. I ain't got a lot, but I pay you. I'll pay you. Why don't you sleep on the floor like a Japanese? Woodwork. This this man is good right now. And he also builds tables. Yeah, his table's on. <laughs> 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 I don't want the tall one. I want the sideways one, so it's like bow, and it could be like a little thing. Oh, he's talking about like oh, a so short you, fold out. So you want like a skinny bed? <laughs> no, like, no, no, what are you talking about? Murphy beds fold up this way. Yeah, yeah, he wants it want long it ways. Way. Oh. Ooh. So then it's less work and it's not as anything as possible. What you should do is be like, just go to the spot and just build out a yeah. whole wall. So it could be like yes. use storage and then you just build a bed. Invite in that. me over one day All right. and uh, I'll Measure come take out. measurements of. That could be stuff. a thing. Yeah. You want more efficiency. Yeah, because if I have more space in my room, I have more space. You can do everything. Yeah. Yeah. The man. Build that wood, reclaim woodness. Come call it, come get it. So what happened? Where where was that? Where was that conversation going? Y'all just ended up talking about reclaim woodness and shit. Nah, we was, we was laughing at artists, the man. artists um, losing money. Well, are, are they really though? The labels are losing I don't, money. I mean, so they're the already losing more. So. But see, that's how people say. But think about this though: when you're on the top, it don't matter. Like you want everything that's within your rights because that's true. You put the time out and put the put the work out there. I it mean, only makes sense. About this, why would Jay Z start um, title? Or I don't know. You I don't know. Tadal. Is, is it? <laughs> it can be. Tadal. Whatever the black person says is how it goes. <laughs> why, would, why would you do that if you're already making millions off your music? I don't know. You tell because me. The music stopped selling as much because people stopped buying and started mm. downloading it. Yeah. So if he can get into the same market as Spotify and as Apple Music, yeah. he's making this, the roughly the same amount he was already making. You're sustaining whatever it is that was left, yeah. and then now you're trying exactly. to adjust it. He's killing it. But as a music artist, do you? You think that this is appropriate? You think it's right? I think it's great for as, as a music artist. Yes. Now I make my music. I've always been making music. True. And remixing everything I dance to. So now, regardless, so you're, now you're already in the clear. Dancers that are just like, let me just find a track to track, track to track, and dance to it because this is the new hotness. Now you're getting cut off. You're not. You're not being an artist. You're just downloading what's hot and people are liking your song more because of the song more than what you're actually dancing to. Exactly. See, so which now, is interesting because somehow that got lost in the shuffle because I remember dancing and looking for the most rarest shit yeah. and looking for the shit that nobody's on yet as opposed to like, let me just dance to the most popular song so I could be seen because I'm writing the coattails of a popular song. I mean, it's like, it's like Jabwalk is using a DJ Shadow. Like, yep. nobody knew DJ Shadow. Oh, fuck no. No that. one knew that. And that shit came out, what, in 90... That's an old song. Like, 92. Yeah, that 92. Yeah, song. Rep and Sack, DJ Shadow. Uh, what was that uh, record company? It was uh, Building Steam with Build, a yeah. Salt. Yep. What, what was it? One that? of my favorites. What, what record shop was that? Uh, Tower? Uh, no, it wasn't Tower. The Beat? No, not The Beat. It, wasn't. it was on K Street. I forgot it what it was, was called. Then it was the beat. Damn. No, it was, it was on K Street. But anywho, shouts out DJ Shadow. That's like an old school Sacramento reference. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe there's a rich DJ history just because cats like that. And even before then, it was the Q-Bird and the mics and all them that were coming over to but kick it. But that's just cool to see. Everybody's crews back in the day had a DJ. True. Yeah. Everybody's crews had an MC. Everybody's crews had Had to. Everything. Yeah. So yeah. the like, collaboration between the music was already powerful. So are we on the horizon of that kind of thing happening again? No, because niggas is lazy. When Damn, you a hater. Ooh, go back to the Czech Republic, you Republican. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, know, I don't mean no diss to any Republican yeah. followers out there. I love no, Republicans. Ours, the 
Republicans? You. Oh, the Republican Rockets. Come on. No, there's something to that, though, because I, I see what you're saying, because you're seeing it from essentially what you were doing when you were younger, and you are taking that same mentality now, and what you're seeing is the difference. Yeah. And the difference is like, well, I'm kind of dabbling a little bit, or, oh, I kind of like it. You're I, like, look, I man, take, do this shit or don't do it. The wisdom and the knowledge that I've learned from the years of doing what I do. Yeah. And I'm formatting it into a way that it's going to work for the 2016, 2017, For the new age. Because if, if I can get on that 2020 before 2020 drop. You're good then. We're good. My family's good. And everybody around me is good. And we can oh. now navigate and we can make it to where we open up more doors for dancers. And everybody can eat. Or mm-hmm. we can at least be in a position to where we ain't getting done shady. True. Yeah, for real. And I'll build the stages and stuff. Damn, son. Hey, <laughs> what is this, just an uh, hour commercial? He doesn't even understand how powerful that is because it can be. he builds a stage yeah. that, that makes a million views. You should get paid for that. That's true. And people don't see the value in what they could create and like, put out there. Like, honestly, I'm going to hit you up with that because uh, the guy who built the stages for um, Doorway stuff, shout out to Kelly Layton, LDP Dance, he went in on them things. He, yeah. he made like these little pillar things where the gargoyles would sit on and he made it way, he did the, the measurements to where you can stand on there and, and it's up forward and back without cracking. What you know about that P where you at? What? You ain't got nothing on that, bro. I just built tables. Reclaim Willis for the basics. <laughs> Reclaim Willis for the basics. But, it, but the, the way that it worked out, it made it to where the it's very unique. Like if we're a statue on a on a platform That's and we tight. lean forward, it rocks with us. That is wild. So visually, it's like yo, they're three D. I feel like this motherfucker living on a different planet than we are, because yeah. you're you're exposing, you're seeing some other shit, and not to say I'm we're not, but what I'm saying is. For being of the, another generation, you're very well in tune with what's happening uh, today and for the future. Well, More so than I would be because I'm like, yo, I barely just got a cell phone. I was like, what? <laughs> this is the wildest right now. I was like, and it doesn't flip. I'm like, yo, everything's like, you know, moving and shit. I'm like, this is fun. Phone, this phone is busy like it's like 1970. Oh, that's funny. I didn't <laughs> I was, even know that. How does that even happen on a cell phone? I don't know. I, I had it on I had it on a, a airplane, mode, <laughs> airplane mode. Airplane mode. Because I was filming some shit. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this one called a landline. <laughs> I call a public phone. What's going on over here? Uh, that's hella funny. But that's that's crazy though. Like it, the future. Like I do totally agree though. We are in a different in a different world, and I think that people that aren't willing to uh, at least embrace it is is interesting because streaming is the future. Everything that we're gonna know about anything is gonna be on on this. Yep. Like this is everything. This is the new TV. This is uh, it, this is dope. Like the first time I went to Czech Republic, this yeah. is kind of crazy. He he said, um, "Here's the iPhone 9. You're like, what? <laughs> the dude was like, "You see your phone? Anything that you want in the whole world right is there. now at your fingertips." Yeah, and I was like, "That's crazy!" Literally. And then he was like, he took it even deeper because it was a, is a, a Christian dude I was talking to. Yeah. He was like, what was the first sin? What was it? He was like Adam said the tree of knowledge. He wanted to, the knowledge of good and evil and everything in the world. Mm. And then he ate there it is. And that's where the that's what it was. Yeah. What is on the back of this iPhone? What is that? The bit Apple and all of the knowledge of the world is now right in the there. Deep. Deep. What you know about that? And then he was like, anything that you want, I got will get you. Like Damn. talk to Siri and be like, "Yo, how do I get to a cup of noodles?" That's true. How do I, I got to get, <laughs> get the cup of noodle digs? 
You get what I'm saying? That's a good point, though. When he said that, Jack, I was like, yo, he said, use the phone, but don't let it use you. I was like, oh, oh. what is this, Fight Club? No, that was what is this, Fight Club? Fight Club Christianity? What's good? Use Samsung's only. Yeah. <laughs> Throw the bomb. No, but that's true, though. That is hella true. I mean, it, as much as it's weird is because imagine the people that were there for the transition from uh, radio kind of black and white TV to color TV. Yeah. And how a lot of people would think it's a fad. Because you're like, oh, that's stupid. Like, well, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's just normal life. Yep. Where it changes and morphs a whole generation. Like video games. Dude, Atari fucking 2600? <laughs> <laughs> so what do video games look like now? Where you're like... Oh, the new Nintendo movie? coming out? I remember my mom, my mom was watching a movie or I was playing a video game or something. My mom was like, that's not real? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> This is crazy. Like, this is so wild. Like, this is where we're at. And we're only going into now the virtual reality is, is happening. Now the, uh, the virtual reality headsets are like 14 bucks now. That's what I'm saying. The ones they were selling for $200 Ex- Exactly. $14. Because all it needs to do is get out to the market and then autocorrect itself and then be able to find a way to have it be done. They found a way to make virtual reality glasses with your phone. With some cardboard, you just exactly, and you so, just put them shits on and be like, "Cool, I'm, I'm like in the world." Playing people for, for two hundred dollars, but month. they've always been playing people for so long. Isn't that the case? Yep. So how is it all of a sudden we're coming to a realization of what we can do? This generation yeah. figures shit out. Yeah. No, it's because we have smart shit to use. That's what I'm saying. Like, because we have smart we ain't smart. Use. I'm just saying we have smart people, shit to use. People can figure shit out now. Now we can. The smart people know how to figure it out. Like if you were like, "Damn, I want, I want some virtual reality goggles." True. Virtual reality goggles. Yeah. Boodaloo. But see, you know this, though, too, along with the people that know how to navigate this shit, there's also the people that are like, I'm just checking my mail. 19 hours later, shit, I just watched my, like, 45th, like, fight compilation. <laughs> I was just trying to check my email. Like, what the fuck happened? It's designed to suck you in. Exactly. As long as you're aware that it's designed to suck you in and you can, like. Exactly, because the difference between this and TV programming is this isn't programmed yet. Yes, there's things that want to clue you in and want you to clickbait yeah. and do that. But also, you can kind of circumnavigate that and find the shit you want to do. It's just you have to have the wear all and what know what you're looking for and be very concise in like how that works. That's how I see it. Because people are like, "Damn, how do you know all this?" There's a thing called the internet, and I stay up late and I <laughs> fucking watch mad documentaries and read hella articles on shit. That you ever want to know in the world is right here in the palm of your hands. And I'm like, why is this world so stupid? Why is that? You tell me. Everything that's dumb in the world is right in the pocket yeah. too. And which was one more entertaining to watch? What dumb people? Yep. Or dumb shit. We'll watch dumb people, dumb oh, stuff all the day. Why is that so appealing to us? Deeks. Start off. What are you watching? What's the stupidest yeah, video you're watching right now? Everybody feels smart. like they're smarter, so they that's watch, true. So the dumber just keep. Watching. Why does that appeal to people? Why does it appeal to see somebody get knocked out? I don't know, but it's so it's fucked up, right? Fuck it. Like, I'll watch that shit for but days. That started off as kids, though. Like, look at all the cartoons. That's true too. We we embrace violence before we embrace somebody making love on the screen. Yep. For real. Like, there's that controversial uh, movie uh, with Ben Affleck. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying though. But that's real. Like, as a culture though, as a culture, as a culture, you cannot on a movie put. Like a dude eating a girl's pussy, yeah, but yeah, yet yeah. Oh, you could show a fucking oh. video of somebody getting their head blown off in a kids movie, and yeah. it's still rated PG thirteen. That's true. There's something to that. I'm not, uh, you know, conspiracy theorist or not. It's just that's interesting that 
why is that looked down upon? Like we're in a, a, a Protestant state or a Protestant country, and you're like, like, you can't do that it's shit. It's like you could show men's nipples on TV, but you can't show women's nipples. For real. Like, what is that? All and like? now you start to give it that extra umph where it's like, oh, we've provided, you know, like a, a want or a value to that just because yeah. we didn't allow you to see it. Yet we already know as human beings, like, yo, I have a fucking phone. I'm checking my email, and a porno will pop up just because. <laughs> like, damn, son, this is where I'm at. But yet on, on screen and for the populace, and this is what's weird is because you're, we're only stuck in our own circle. But when you look at everything in context, you're like, shit, like you said, a lot of people are dumb. A lot of people are following things. But and it's note, crazy. They're watching what you search. They're watching what you're looking for. And they're keeping tabs. Who's they? I said. Who's they? I don't know who they is. Oh, he don't want to say because he knows. He, <laughs> <laughs> Hella shot. <laughs> Hella dead. Like I, I was looking for beats because I make beats. I was looking for sound kits. Yeah. So I searched sound kits once, and then I'm sliding through my sold and kits for sale. Sound kits for sale. For sale. Slide through next advertisement. More sound kits. See. When I bought one, all of my advertisements are now kits for sound. See, crazy. Like, Yo, what is this? But it's 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 and, their way of of getting to you. It's yeah. cross platform because it's not even on. It, that was on Facebook. Yeah. You now go on, you, on IG, IG you, you watch like, Netflix, you, can, yeah, you, you watch fucking Hulu. I was just thinking about KFC. How are you just going to throw that at me? Like, damn, I didn't even say anything. That's what leads you to believe, like, the microphones. Look, it's conspiracy like, theory or not, that information is out there. Everything associated with that email address, once you that. search something with that email yeah, they address. Yeah, they build what you're looking for. Because I look for dart bird, dart boards <laughs> the other <day. laughs> Dart birds, and yes. And on Facebook, there's, like, dart boards. And then I was looking for Halloween costumes. For the kids, and it was like ninja costumes, just all across. Yeah, Facebook. it helps it's you in a way. Instagram, and I'm like, I'm yeah. not looking for these anymore. We bought these. It's like, how the fuck do they know? Because they have to build who you are as a person through the through yeah. what you're finding. It makes sense in a weird way, but this is so for all the movies that we ever saw in the '90s, in the '80s about the future. It's here. It's here. Oh, it's fucking here. You're just not going to realize it because what you're looking for is to see it from an outer body experience. But to be honest. I was just watching the phone today, and they were who's on that? Uh, what people are doing right now with the with the pool game and the and the and the poker game, where it's like a text message, and it's on. Oh, I seen that. You seen that? The new iPhones have that, yeah. Where basically now you and other people play through text, and then they have pool, they have thing, they just added like a whole bunch of them. Is that like with a new update or? Yeah. Yeah, it's. Wow, I'm, I haven't played it, but uh, I know a lot of people that do, and I was just like, you know how all turn later. That's crazy. Games work to where yeah. I yeah. go and then right. you go. Yeah, so like uh, words of friends. Imagine that, but now it's just through text, and you're playing some like through text yeah. through text. Yeah, so you're not getting apps anymore. It's built into your text messages. Yep, that's kind of tight. But it's crazy because this is what it is now. They're like they're eliminating the app. And going straight to your text yeah. because you're already texting. Like Facebook. And now you can play with Messenger whoever you want to play. Yeah. trying to be the only text, text thing that you have yeah. you need on your phone. And See? I'm like, no. like it's almost like texting has become the new phone call shit where it's like, hit me on the DM. Hit me on the Messenger. Like why are you even texting anymore? Yep. It's like that's what it's like when motherfuckers were calling from the landline. Or even calling now is a thing. Like, yo, if you're going to call me. Make sure you're on fucking fire, because if you're calling me for nothing else, <laughs> fuck you doing. And that's the season sorry shit. But I was like, that kind of makes sense, because how many times are you actually using your phone to actually talk to somebody? I still talk to people. It's, it's, I mean, I do too. I'm old school, but there's a lot of people that only communicate through emoji. That's my other theory, where it's emoji. like, yo, <laughs> there's some phone. shit where it's the fucking pyramids. That all that shit you see on the walls, that's all emojis. 
That's my opinion. <laughs> and where we're talking about, I could communicate with someone from a different country based on emojis now. Yeah, you oh. can. Like, you can do that. Yeah. So that's just throwing it out there, not to say that's going to be the end-all, be-all, but yeah. – you start to see text where I mean I respond with peace signs and thumbs up. That's it. I ain't got it. You could you could send a Czech Republic chick a eggplant. She yeah, exactly what it is. Boom. Oh, <laughs> he's like, check this out though. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but that's real though. This is the world we're living in. This is the world that we're living in right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's. It sounds crazy because these were all cool fucking movies watching when we were growing up. It's it's reality now. But the cool thing is, if you're looking at it from the outside in, you're a consumer. If you're or if you're inside of it, you're the consumer. Yes. If you're on the outside and you're trying to figure out how am I this ad that's getting sent to this uh-huh. person, you now become powerful. Because yes. The whole world has been geared to be a consumer. Exactly. And now you're trying to flip the script and be content driven, not consuming uh, stuff. Yeah. So if my content is being seen and I'm flipping my content yeah. to make it to where it's beneficial for what I'm doing and build it, building what I'm trying to build. Yeah. I'm no longer just the guy scrolling and liking yeah. everything. And if any time in the world, this is the best time to do it because you have the opportunity to do it without having to join a company, be a part of a business that's able to put you out. You actually have this ability at your fingertips. Yep. But yet there's still something that stops people and a part of the, it is what we're ingrained to becoming is is more consumer and then people don't want to think outside the box because there is that scared jump to be like, well, I don't put myself out there or whatever I'm doing. I don't think it's the greatest thing or it's stupid or whatever. And those are the things that still stop us from becoming the great people that we're supposed to be in this country. Mm. But yet in other countries, it's like flourishing 100%. And they don't even have half the technology or the availability of what we have. Yet we have it and we're still using it as if it's just TV. I think the high school kids have it the best because they can go viral instantly. True. But are they the best to go viral? That's it's still debatable. Because we don't know their history until we see it like 10 years down the road. Because what we were doing in high school was stupid nonsense too. If you take a picture from what all of us looked on in high school, you'd be like, oh, what the fuck is going on? Why is my leg, pant leg hella high up like that? Like, what's going on here? There's only one. That's what I'm saying. Like, am I riding a bike to school? What's going on here? You know what I'm saying? I'm wearing a puff coat in motherfucking winter or summer just because the brand is dope. Why am I wearing these Carl Canais? What's up? You know what I'm saying? Why am I wearing these fucking South Poles? Uh, what? Oh. <laughs> Don't say that to me. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be logging in. No, but that's real, though. Like, uh, the world is interesting going forward. Yep. And it's still yet to be determined on how this shit actually works, which is even more crazier. I think is is dope, though. Because if you pay attention and you and you figure out the ag- algorithm to, to what's making things function... Mm. You now empower yourself to be mm, in charge of what you want. Yeah, you can run the world. That's why this world becomes more malleable the more you're in control of your shit, right? Yeah. What is this? What? That's our live. Why are we watching it on the computer? Yo, I'm, I'm live on the computer. You are live, live in the, the room, son. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is this is crazy. Shout uh, out to Metro juicing, Metro booming, Metro booming, juicing. When's the last time you tucked in your shirt? <laughs> when I had to wear a button up. When was that? Last week. Damn, you doing that? When's the last time you tucked in your Saturday. shirt? Last time you tucked in your shirt. Uh, Hazel's wedding. When's the last time you tucked in your shirt? Uh, I don't know. Isn't that weird? Like these things start to fall by the wayside. Like these little things. Like I was at work thinking about that. We were talking about it at work. You're like, yo, when's the last time you? Like for instance, we were talking about. Like those shirts in the right they still do. 
But you know, I'm I, trying to be dapper right now. Not even, I mean, just like a regular plain tee. And but it's interesting because that used to be a thing. Yeah. Like, I haven't tucked my shirt in a minute because I'm like, I don't even yeah, fucking want to do that. I was watching Fresh Prince last night. He, he rocks his shirt. Yeah, when was that filmed? I was watching La Bamba. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Everybody in La Bamba had their shirts tucked in. Like, did everybody. Like, okay, okay, ask me this. When do you remember trying to steal something? Oh, man. Nah, nah. I, my, 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 my grandma wasn't having it. See? When's the last time you stole something? Or the first time? The first time. No, it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting thing. The first time? Yeah. If you can remember. Usually a lot of the times it's when you're in a grocery store and you're trying to buy some, or you're trying to gank some either candy or some kind of like weird snack that you couldn't get. Yeah. That's the first time usually. The last time is probably sometime between high school and after school where, after high school where you're trying to be like rebellious. Yeah. That's what I did. I was like, you know why I'm stealing these khakis? My cousins made it. <laughs> that's how I felt. Consumerism, fuck them. Like that's how I felt. That was my whole thing. But that's where it is. It's either one or the other. We had this discussion, and I was like, "That is funny because there is that phase. Because how do you know stealing isn't good or right? And some some people get that instilled early. Some people are just like, no one ever told me. Some Robin well, Hood shit. Some shit I wanted. I'm like, I just want that shit. If you ask Christopher Columbus, it's oh, bye. This is the end. <laughs> the beginning of the country <laughs> Or the beginning of the country Or the idea of the west Yo. No but that's real When was the last time you stole some shit Or the first time He's like come on bro You ain't trying to get me locked up My hair really man elementary What'd you do What are you trying to steal Some kind of candy huh uh-huh. So how'd you know it was bad or good Or what made you want to do it If you can remember He wanted some skittles Crazy right It's these little things that you never think about That's why as you know, getting older, it's like I was thinking about our, our school system, yeah, and how fucked up it is. Because I experienced like I, I asked other you know friends of mine that have kids that are older. I'm like, yo, was it how school? Fucking boring. I hate it. Uh, this and that. I'm like, I used to feel like that too. Well, like, what are these kids even learning? <laughs> like, what's going on here? Yeah, I didn't learn much in school. That's what I'm saying. Like, it seems like nothing that we ever learned in our adolescence or our schooling days. Didn't really give us much. If anything, the earlier part of our schooling gave us everything. The, something that I saw like yesterday actually was really dope. It was like, if you look at a car 150 years ago, yeah, you look at a car today, it's changed. Then he went through like four or five different things. Mm. It's like this is a classroom from 150 years ago. This is a classroom from today. Yeah, it's still the same. Classrooms really haven't changed. They much. haven't. The curriculum hasn't changed much. So what's going on here? Technology. That's it. Technology has changed, computer. but what do you need essentially to? But the the actual way you teach is fucked up. Is not really. It's it's a one way of teaching. And yeah, it's singular, and you're trying to attract this and fit people and kids into it that may be of different you know forms. Yeah, in my opinion, like if I'm an artist, I'm, I was an artistic kid. Of course, my mom even was like. Yo, he's not built for the norm. He's not. He doesn't learn well that way. Yeah, like I would get the stuff, and I'd be like, all right, I learned it. Okay, what's next? Yeah. Do 150 of them. Oh, that's stupid. But it's redundant. Hard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, this doesn't do anything. Okay, I'll do the 150. And I knock them out of class. And when you go home, you need to do 200 more. Like, for what? I ain't doing that. That's what I'm saying. So I get bad grades because I'm not doing the redundant work. But if you're doing the redundant work, you're learning how to be a redundant person and just yeah. follow the rules. That's what I always said. I always meant that, com- that thing. It's like, why is school... Eight hours long or something near there. You got an hour lunch. You got 15-minute breaks. That's eerily similar 
to work to, to some service. shit that we're used to. But did you did you guys nine to fives? Schools in Finland? Nah. Oh, I did hear about them. Yeah. Hours down and that's what I'm saying. More recess time. You don't go to school till you're six or seven because then you need kids to be kids, and you don't take a formal like world test or something like that until like an exit exam of high school. And Man. they test way better, and they're in the top five in terms of educated. They're, they're, they're outscoring pretty much all of them. But also, and this is something that I don't talk about, also most kids get to school already fed yep. and, and, and showered and cleaned. Exactly. Meanwhile, in our country, it's like that's not necessarily the case. There's a lot of people that skip breakfast. Not to say that's the end-all, be-all, but as a kid growing up, you would think that that's very essential to a kid being focused because when you're hungry, you're only thinking about food. Yep. Do you think in the future that's something that – Will change? That the U.S. adopts? Nope. How about if people vote? Or does it matter if people vote? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You're black. You know what's up. We, we all know that the Electoral College makes everything happen, so what's the point? But don't you think that that's been in place and there was a point in time where that shit did work? And people are so disenfranchised and they make you want to believe your shit don't well, count, and then that's the case. It worked when people actually cared and the Electoral College was actually for the people. Okay. But now the Electoral College is for... But how did it change from the... For how did it change from that backside to now? Them dollars. But how did how did it get to that point? Was it because of our inactivity? Uh, inactivity and greedy people. So there you go. So how did we reclaim that back? Well, well this is... It's kind of hard to because it's... I used to deliver legislative bills True. in the morning. Yeah. And I used to take the bills and try and read them. Yep. It's, the jargon's it's, too crazy. It's written in code. So if you don't understand the code, you don't even understand the laws that are being changed. So how is anybody voting going to understand anything that's happening? True. If it's ha- it's like literally every day they'd be. But let's just say this then. Let's just say this. Let's just say this. How many people are in actual government versus how many people actually occupy our country? Um, is there a definite amount difference? Okay, so if you have to say this, if popularity says they want this to happen, don't you think that these people will be forced to do it? Nope. Hey, how about this, though? I'll say this. Uh, Obama, before he started running, guess what he was against? Gay marriage. So what ended up happening? What did he do when he was in term presidency? He made it okay. Yep. What was it? It's populist. Yeah. Everybody wanted it, so you succumb to what the people want. But everybody has to be on the same page. The only problem is how they separate us is the problem. Coke, Pepsi, Broncos, Raiders. We can't see eye to eye on shit. So when it comes down to politics, there's no surprise that we're separated. My thing is if we do bundle up together and become proactive in our own communities, let alone want to become participants of making decisions, the democratic process has always been controversial. Has it ever flourished in our in our world or in our country? It's up for debate. But as of right now, these are the rules that stand. So our millennia or our generation is that generation that's like Man, that shit don't count, man. Fuck that. But yet, we have some of the strongest opinions on how shit should be run. But nobody's and we ain't doing shit. And that's what everything in life. Like, oh, yeah, your dance community should be like this. Do something. True. Nah. That's true. I don't want to do that. I'm too busy getting high. True. Okay, well, kids' education should be better. Do something about it. Nah, I don't want to. Ain't nobody did nothing about anything. Nothing. Because we are lazy. True. And that's it. We're okay with how things are. Most people aren't okay with it, but they don't feel like they have. The well, they're not. They're not riled enough to want to make a change, or don't feel uh, uh, empowered to make a change. True that. So that's why you almost have to do so much reverse engineering, where it's like, okay, how do we change the narrative here? Because as we're getting older, we're taking the place of these people that are gonna but die the, off. The and, hardest part is. 
the wisdom and the knowledge is the beginning of it. Because if you don't have the wisdom and the knowledge to understand what's going on, mm-hmm. you're not even thinking about changing. So how do you arrive at that standpoint? Well, if everybody's looking at dumb videos for the for the eight hours of their day, True. it ain't coming. True. And if you have all the wisdom and knowledge in your hand and all you want to watch is dumb videos, we're going to be a dumb society. Mm, maybe exactly where but is it the videos that's where the black community is is it a video thing or is it partly also what's happening in education both because Mm. in education what's happening the kids is making the videos at school and everybody's i mean videos are interesting but education is way more interesting to me because how much do you think each high school student is worth in our school system today in in sacramento i think like i think it's like 12 uh 2000 215 dollars something like that how much do you think it is i didn't know they had a monetary if you have to price each kid because based off the budget that we earn for obviously public schooling yep. there's there's a there's a price breakdown for each kid yep. how much do you think it is oh, for each kid i have no clue how much do you think it no is okay so <laughs> that's the closest that's very close the last time i checked it exactly use that technology Dang. Ten thousand. what is it Hit the mouse. NPR says ten thousand six hundred. Exactly. What? That's each kid. That's each kid. Yeah. Why do you think? Because you get a budget. Why do you think when teachers they're so worried about you coming to school? They're getting paid. That's every day they're losing money. If you're not at school. Here's my thing. Each kid is ten thousand. Imagine a classroom with thirty kids. How much is that? Uh, Thirty thousand. How much does that teacher get paid in a year? Three hundred thousand. That's $300,000. So how much does that teacher get paid in the year? $60,000. If that. No, they get like That's shit. somebody with like a master's degree, homie. Like, they get shit. They get... So where's the money going, essentially, aside from a nice football field, a nice thing? The school thing. is on trash. Even with a nice football field, that's one day. That's what I'm saying. So what's happening here? Wow. What's happening with our system? Greedy people, greedy people, like people. when the people at the top Money are making like four hundred thousand. Crazy loot. Why you stop the system? Why is there so many admin in a school? Why do I need a principal with a vice principal with a sub vice principal and then seventeen faculty members in the office before I even hop into the school? Because we're lazy. Yep. Because the principal wants to hand off that. No, that's not. I'll hand it to the vice principal. Vice and principal, I'm gonna hand this. To so how does this? How does this change? See, this is the thing. These are this is just this is just school. This is not even going into other things. The only reason why I'm big on this right now is because obviously it's an election cycle. I'm going through the propositions and I'm forcing my hand to actually read and learn about each and every subject content. So this is just school. This is not even on on schedules of uh, drug use right now. This isn't on a on on the on the medical shit. What's going on with that? This is just school, and school is very interesting because. When you look at all the problems that we're facing today, however you want to frame them, and then you want to reverse engineer it, a lot of it goes into uh, education and schooling and then home life. Mm-hmm. But you also look at the home life, you're like, home life has been, been – it's hard now because yeah, most of us live in a, a, in a lower middle low, – middle to lower class essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah, home life is crazy. You look at – Everybody's dual income. You're barely getting breakfast off, off, and you're trying to self-suffice like in this world. Put your kid in an after-school program for so many hours. Yeah, like, it's like you only get lucky as a kid. Essentially, like most of us got lucky. I found dance. You found dance and music. You found art. You found dance and you know whatever collecting shoes and marrying millionaires. Like it makes sense. Like I get that, but for the most part, there's a lot of people that just you got lost in the system. Yep. The minute you go to school, that's just like. It's not even- 
fucking prison. But even then, so when or it could be the greatest thing ever, depending on what high school you went to. Hey, but even yeah. in you, even if you're in the system, it all I feel like it comes down to parents somewhat. Because hey, I. But look at the locate now. But see now, I understand what you're saying. But look at the parents' plight. Where's the, where are we at as a society for the everyday family, with two parents and a kids? Go ahead, you tell me. You're a parent. You're a parent with two kids with a third on the way. How hard is it to like really maintain and balance your life with work, the things you want to do, and your kids? It's hard. Why? It's extremely hard. How so? Because there's only 24 hours in a day. And eight of those hours are consumed of are dedicated to work. And where does that money usually go to? Bills. Why? That that's one thing we're trying to figure out. We're because trying to you're only allowed everything. to make just enough to get by. True. But did they sell you on a lifestyle where it's like, yo, here's what you need to have in order to live? Even, even now, is it's bad with parents in this whole lifestyle and media because even parents are on it now. So parents are occupied by it. The kids are occupied by it. So what do you suggest? Not having this? No, I mean. What this does to me, it is it shows the real truth in everybody that's out there. However they want to present it or not, this is an interesting medium because people are in control of their own narrative. Because you can either use it to your benefit or you could use it to, to your, your detriment. Mind. They need to put some common sense on there. There's no such thing anymore. Because what you're learning about people common. what you're learning about people is there's a whole bunch of different people that are into a whole bunch of different things. And I really don't know where I come out on it, but I like the idea that people get to be in charge of what they put out. Yeah. The yeah, weird thing should. that I see... As you should, is your... Because look what happens. Look at somebody that has have, the power, the are right. able to make it to the benefit of what you need it. But that's the same thing as saying you have the right, you have the freedom, you have the right to say what you want. You, you do. Have the right to put what you want out. You do. But people don't even have enough knowledge to even want to say or say an opinion. Right. I, 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 take, mean, I take a lot from, from my daughter um, because as, as, as a kid, she doesn't have social media. She doesn't really mess with. She doesn't mess with Facebook. She mm-hmm. doesn't mess with Snapchat or Instagram like that. So as an adult, when I'm on my phone, it's usually social media. Yeah. When she's on her iPod. It's usually looking up DIY things. Mm. And I look at her and I'm like, "What are you looking at now?" And she's like, "Oh, just you know, makeup tutorials or how to draw this or something that she can benefit from. Yeah. Somewhere Ooh, in the deep. future, but she you can. I mean, yeah. As to where." As an adult, I'm like, fight comps. Yeah. Vine comps. I'm like, yo, or, or B-Boy battles. But see, here's the thing that's crazy now because it's safe to say what kids are going to pick up from their parents is just everyday habit stuff. Yeah. So those are those things. And with technology, like, I don't know how that works. Like, But I'm also not the parent that's like, you know, you I, they have a time limit on their tablets and all that stuff. True. but. If she's doing something where she's watching a, a, a tutorial on something, I'm like, go in your room. But see, that's the thing, though. It's interesting it's now totally because different. what the difference between TV and what this media stuff is, um, you can navigate it yourself. Yeah. As opposed to TV programming where it's like, here's a TJ Friday lineup. Yeah. You're like, okay, that's how it works. Yeah. Everybody but now you get to search and destroy. Something. So it, it's fascinating because parenting going forward is weird. Because technology, um, and I don't know how to, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't know. Like, it's weird, but I think it's also like a blessing in disguise. Because, because like he said, like. They could I use it for the greatest benefit. can learn and start working on whatever it sh- I want to be the best, like, DIY person. And finds it. And can do it. Yeah. Right now as a kid. Yeah. And do it. Yeah. I want to learn how to act. 
acting class. Exactly. Yeah. She's, she's that's true. That they're growing their roots. True. For that, for when they are of age, yep. to be able to express true. themselves. You yeah. Know what I mean, and that's that's why. I'm but that's why I think at the, at the at its best, that's the best. Yep. At its worst, it's like everything that you would think is the worst part of this for kids having it. Like imagine having this shit in high school for all of us. See, Think about Jack, that. That's how my son is. See? He's like, I just want to play video games. Yeah. Like, nah, bro. <laughs> you get an hour. That's it. But it's tough because what did video games do for us growing up? It did everything for me. You know? like, it gave me an escape. It gave me that's something true. to see. It let me live in a reality that's beyond myself. were actually different before. They were a lot more challenging. They fo- forced, true. forced you to focus and forced you to build the hand-eye coordination. But there are those brain games now that they create. So there's games, but there's but also shitty games and great games. Ain't no kids playing yeah. brain games. But how do you know? Is it are, that group? That group of friends is playing that game, and that's a. But see, is those those parents giving them that 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 content, or are they finding it themselves? See, this is where, as a parent, you get to pick and choose what they're consuming. True that, mm. and you are in control of that. But if you don't have a handle on that, and I think that's where it's essential as a growing uh, adulthood or community or whatever. It's like be in tune with what's on there. It's no different than what it was for us growing with a TV, where your parents didn't know. You're like, Psh. Watching Parnos tonight. Y'all don't even know. Watch Spice Channel. Channel. Watching Channel 69. You know, I was watching it through the squiggly Channel. lines. Like, <laughs> I'm like, Channel. ooh, I saw a titty. He's like, what? <laughs> Balling a green titty. But that, that's real, though. What? <laughs> when, you were, when we were younger, you know, the only way to watch it was like, uh, we didn't have a black you'd be box, in yeah. between a channel and you could kind of see it through yeah. the or, thing. Or if you switched back from 68 six, to 69. There's there a was, lag. There was a second where you could like see the full scene. So yeah. you would do this shit with a remote. But it was rough back then. <laughs> but see, now it's at their fingertips. So as adults, you almost just have to kind of allow them to do it, but also have in mind of like, you know, you can't really like police them. That's what's weird. Because imagine fucking 20, 30 year olds trying to police us when we were 18. You're like, Psh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You're about to be dead like in a week. Well, that's, <laughs> old. I think that's where the problem with a lot of the society is. What is it? Is like they don't want to listen because they're at that stage where I'm just I know everything. Yeah. And if you know everything, I can't help you. That's what I'm saying. But it was see, but it was no different than what we were when you were 18. You thought you knew everything. Keep it real. You thought you were 18. You thought you were the shit. You did, but 18. You, you but, thought, but I had the parents to fucking feed it down my throat. No, true. Just, they showed me common sense, street smarts. Exactly. So it is come down to the parenting. And where do parents feel comfortable enough or have enough time to do that in their wear all? And that's what's interesting well, is because the dynamic of the everyday household now is a lot different. Dual incomes, like you have a whole bunch of shit. They didn't uh-huh. have the time. So I learned a lot of the stuff that I really like hold on to when I use yeah. and I teach through like mentors. Like I had this mm. dude named Crandall Rankins. Boom. And he was like the youth pastor at the church. Yeah. But this fool would be in a little brown Honda driving niggas all over town. Just to get to where they need to get to. Them up, taking them to church, teaching them. Driving him home, and while he's driving home, he's just dropping knowledge, dropping knowledge the whole time. And I'm, yeah, I'm the last person to get dropped off. So you get everything. Knowledge. Yeah, I get everything. everything. So is it safe to say we need more mentors? Slash, we just need better community. Yep, we need a better yeah. community of people who are actually trying to help people and not just like exploit people. Exploit people, and that's the problem. Is like the people that are trying to exploit people tell everybody else that. Oh, you're trying to exploit them. You're trying to exploit you. You're trying to do this. And they're the ones really trying to do it. And I'm like, yeah. if I was exploiting people, I'd be balling right now. Yeah. So exactly. I've been accused of like, you just in it for the money. That's what everybody says. Where? That's what I'm saying. It's like, let me know when that paycheck comes because I'd be waiting. Like, 
have to. But see, that's the thing. I think people get that twisted too. Is like anybody who's trying to do something uh, beneficial and actually has a monetary value to it, all of a sudden gets draped in this like, oh, you're just trying to make money. Like, look. In my opinion, there's nothing wrong with making money as long as you're not fucking stepping on the backs of immigrant children and people fucking working for pennies and shit like that. But that's happening in every industry that they're they're paying into. Yeah. They just don't let it happen in their own community. But see, and this is the thing. To what end? Because what are we really doing here in terms of the stock level, of, uh, the investment of, of youth and knowledge? Like, that's that's the biggest thing. Like, the biggest proponent going forward and the biggest investment I think we can make is with the youth and having more people in place to have um it's kind of like a rapport or a mentorship because that is important because not that's every family is available and, and for kids could be great outlets for that you they know? can However, that's what i'm saying if you can navigate it correctly millions of channels to where kids can pick whatever they want they can so how do they learn how to navigate through that you have to make the, the knowledge more sexy to the kids exactly and you know who's not doing that our education system yeah, true that. You would think they would give them this and figure out like how to navigate this and find things that are more beneficial to them at that certain age range. I feel like they're just making things a lot more complicated than they were when we were in elementary school. Who was? High school. Well, they're trying to figure it out. You're talking about it's an old archaic system trying to adjust to the new world where I'm like, yo, you should be teaching this. Like, what's important to learn through your adolescence and, and, and youth? Uh, one, numbers is always good. So that'll never Basic happen. arithmetic. Economic arithmetic, uh, reading. Language. Reading's like fucking important. I think critical thinking is the most. Yeah, problem solving critical thinking. Like, yeah. If, if I can critically think and understand anything, I can learn anything because I can pick up this device. But you also need to learn how to read. Yes. Like read at a high level. Because we still, even though this technology and all that shit, you could, auditory is there, but you still have to learn how to read. And it seems like that's been pushed to the side. They're eliminating that. There's apps now to where I can speak to somebody who speaks nothing but Japanese through the app. True. You put a headphone piece in his ear and I put one in my ear and talk normal. But still reading is that is that base though because without reading then you can't articulate what you're, what you're saying either. Definitely so that's why but not to say it's not emphasized enough but it kind of isn't emphasized literature, enough. Literature will never go away. Yeah. It won't. But see it's crazy how we stop uh, reading now. In terms of classical literature. And not to say it's a wrong or bad thing. It's just maybe the new stuff is here. Hey, we was at the airport coming back from... And you was reading some literature. From Atlanta. Yeah. And Morris bought a book and had it in his bag. Yeah. They stopped him at the airport and searched his bag. It was like, you got a book in there. What is that for? You ain't reading no book. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's hella wild. They thought he was was putting money in between the pages. the way he was dressed, he didn't look like people that normally walk. And that's crazy because motherfuckers still assume that shit. We were dying laughing. Yeah. No, you can't have that. It's too much knowledge for you, bro. Damn, son. Damn, Damn, that sucks. Uh, Let me put put you in this box real quick. uh... That sucks, though, because that's still the world we live in today. Obviously, based off 13th, you're like, yo, it's just uh, rewording it and putting it in a different light. Why you got a book in your bag, son? Yeah. For real? real? That's what we're going through now? But it's like, that's. They don't expect the knowledge to be available this way. Yeah. They expect you to just be like, well, that's what they want you to believe. But. It's it's still there. If you read, you know it, and you can tell why when somebody speaks, their articulation is different, yeah. their understanding is different because they read. They read. But That's really what it is. It's it's basic arithmetic shit that it seems like is getting lost by the wayside. And I don't know what the emphasis is now in school. Like I don't go to school now, but it's just like I don't want to say the generations 
stupid at all. I don't want to say they're not sensitive to anything, to be honest. I almost would like to look at our adolescents and say the same thing because we were doing some stupid shit. I ain't going to lie. Our pants was like to our knees. Like we had, like you said, pant legs up. We were listening to the wildest music. Like everything was fucking baggy as fuck. And yet this is where we're at and we're trying to decipher everything that happened in our past. And I want to say it's in the benefit of the next generation, hopefully. It's just how do we approach it is, is the key thing because critical thinking is key. Problem solving is key. Math, key. reading. Basic common writing skills. Sense. Common sense. Is, common sense is, is, is key. You can't teach common sense. You can't. You can't teach common sense. You can't. You can't. That's just, that's just you, 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 it starts with right. What is common sense? What is right and wrong? See, that's what I'm saying. Like, the more we dabble into this, it's a longer discussion than what it needs to be. But for anybody who's parents, becoming parents, having kids, in entering the school system at some point, you almost have to think that way. Because how involved are you with your care, with, with your kids' schools? With the schooling itself. Yeah. Not at all. And it sucks because you're kind of like, you're sending your kids here for the upwards of what, six to eight hours? Yeah. And you have no idea what the fuck's happening. Yeah. I mean, just, we were at lunch today because they had a minimum day. We went to go have lunch with my wife. And she was doing a math problem that she couldn't figure out. Yeah. I've seen that homework. I'm like, I it don't was, know. None of this shit. Literally, the, the problem was 66 minus 76. And I'm thinking, oh, that's cake. She wrote like endless scrolls. And I was like, what is that? She's like, oh, that's how I get the answer. Damn. I was like, what? Like she had, so the problem on this side, and then she literally had like six different problems splitting up these numbers to get the same exact answer. Negative. You got to show your work. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what that means. Like, I don't even know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's called common core math. Oh, that's right. That common core shit. That's a big deal, too. What we were talking about earlier where it's like the reason why shit's streamlined is because our education is controlled federally right now, which is the no child left behind or the common core thing, which basically we follow a certain set of uh, techniques or schooling things for every single person in our country. And it doesn't work for everybody. Fuck yeah. no. And, and, and it's and, it's so pushed on them like a majority of the curriculum is these things. That's why arts are getting pushed out and all these other extracurriculars are getting pushed out of the everyday thing is because this is the mandate. We have to test higher. It's crazy. Yeah. Kids have to – on an average now, I think kids test like almost every two weeks or some shit. Yeah. You My know what I'm saying? daughter's taking tests like every Friday or something like oh, that. Oh, that's fucking crazy. And then we'll get emails and text messages telling us her score. I think it's tight that they're sending out the emails and text messages and the parents are kept up. True. But it's also like, for real, who takes but, the test every week? But what does testing do? Testing is just shows... It teaches you how to be a good tester. But see, uh, proficiency in what, though? Take for what test. you're teaching. So yeah. I can fill in the bubbles really well. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to find the answers for just these questions. Yeah. That's it. Damn, man, that's so crazy. Like, there's so much knowledge in this book, but I just want... This answer, this answer, and this answer. And the teachers are like, this is what's going to be on the test. Yeah. Study these things. Yeah. But you're not getting the full context of what you actually have to learn from That's why world history or college, mathematics. Like, oh, yeah, you got your receipt? Cool. That's what I'm saying. Are you paying tuition? 40 Gs uh, a semester? Cool. We're good. I mean, I have to say that's the case. A lot of educated people out there, this is a blanket statement. This is fucking dumb people in a room talking about smart shit, but... 
At the same time, though, we're just normal people with this concern because it breaks down to it. You're like, what is happening in schools right now? What is going on here? I am concerned because it's like if they're supposed to take the reins from what we're doing, we're fucking lost still. Well, for me, I, I, I looked at college differently because there's no college teaching what I want to do. Mm. So what is the point of me going What's the to point college? of you going? Like, but yet you're going to be looked at like, oh, you didn't go to college. You didn't get to education. Exactly. Like, what's wrong with you? But then I watched my students go to college. Yeah. And see the trials and tribulations they have to go through. And they can't get a job because they want people with experience, yeah. not people with college. Yeah. So I'm like, what is so the it's point? Like, I spent six years to get the degree, and now I got to spend another six to get experience, and then I can get But see, a lot of those people don't even like what they're doing midway through their major, if not at the end switch. of it. But now, now you know what I hear all the time? It's like, I don't even, it, my, what are you doing? Oh, I do this. Oh, what's your degree in? Uh, something over there. Yeah. But they just hired me because I got a degree. That's the problem. It's like, yo, what as long as you stay in school, it shows us that you could like stay so, in something for four years. So I should just apply for a job and say, hey, I'm 50000 in debt. You should just hire me. Damn. Yeah, it seems like it. Being in debt. But see, it's almost like a system working out to its full plan. Come to this school. Come into debt. Cool. We're going to set you a job that you don't even like so you could never fully be who you are individually as it's comfortable. So by the time you're done paying off your loan and maybe have enough to pay for this lifestyle that we already sold you through the media and what you want, and then you just won't be a hindrance to us. Which brings me back to understanding is yes. everything. Because once you understand it, you can break it down and, and find a way to make it to where you're not going to be losing at the end. Yes. Like, okay, I know. There's motherfuckers that navigate this world and do it the way they want to do it. And you find those people and you follow them. Like, how, how's, uh, I think they said Biggie never graduated. Mm-hmm. Hella paid. Pop never yeah. graduated. Or yeah. I think Pop graduated. Nas. Yeah. High school education. Yeah. That's it. Like, Steve Jobs didn't graduate uh, college. Uh, Ford. Thomas Ford or. Most of the, the yeah. major, major. Major entrepreneurs never, no. Russell Simmons first opening book he's like yo I never even fell in college but I hire hella college kids to write fucking all this shit for me I'm like there's something to be said about that it's uh, understanding yeah and there's not a lot of people that are floating in that circle and it's it's a hard thing to achieve I think in the overall scope of things is trying to find that beacon that calls to you whatever it is in terms of what your passion is and the minute you see it you fucking swim towards it and you put all your into it, and then that's just how it works. Okay, this is another analogy that I saw. So I'm, like, looking for a videographer. Yes. I get all these kids from this school that teaches videography, mm-hmm. and they suck balls. Yes. Because they only know the technical aspects of what they learn in school, and they think that's all you need. Yeah. I get this one dude who's never taken a class in his life, but he has an artistic eye. Uh-huh. His stuff is fire. Yeah. Because he has an artistic eye, and he's never taken a class. He's never been told how to do it. Yeah. That kid goes, takes classes, and now he can't shoot anymore because he's lost artistic eye. Artistic eye because- Suppressing the, the talent. Because he now has the format, he un- the understanding. Yeah. But it didn't work for him. Yeah. He lost his artistic eye because he's too busy trying to. But isn't that what it's like growing up as a kid? Why is all of a sudden when you wake up as a kid, mm. every day is a fucking adventure, right? I don't know if you could remember that going back to when it's like, yo, today I'm going to burn ants and bury my G.I. Joes, the ones that have broken nuts. Like, you're like, cool, this is my broken thing. Nuts. You know what I'm talking about, the old G.I. Joes, when them nuts break off, you're like, damn, son, I got to bury this hole. <laughs> like, for real, my parents, like, cemented over it one day. And I was like, ah! I was all just kidding. But anyways, um, I, I want to say there's something to be said for that. Like uh, not having – fuck, man, I'm alive now. Shit. I 
lost it. Not not having that artistic. Yeah, so for some reason we're hella free when we're kids. And as you get older, the world is shown to you in a way where it's like, can't do that, can't do this. So when you're an adult, you're like, I'm not even close to what I was like when I was a kid. Yeah, the expression, the creativity has been taken away. And it seems like it's being taken away more so and even earlier now where, no, we don't do art no more. In in third grade, we're doing calculus pre-cal. Like, what does that even prove? What does that even do? Artists and the free thinkers... And creative people, they see through the drama. They see through the the facade of mm. this is how life has to be. Yeah, like no life could be like this. It can be, and, and they change it. And that's how it should. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And teachers or schools should be able to, I want to say, harvest that or at least point you in the right direction. Yeah, but if if you're a business owner and you want workers to work for cheap. Those free thinkers are the ones that cause problems in your business. Of course. And they shut stuff down. No fun zone. Don't talk. No laughing. <laughs> your lunch, half an hour only. Yeah. Or else. So it's like I try and teach the people that come take my dance classes to get their creativity back. That's how I really teach freestyles, yeah. to give them their creativity back and then give them like. This is the craziest thing about you. This is my thing. You don't drink and you've never smoked weed and copious amounts of it. And that's crazy because what you're seeing in your own internal and what you envision or your whole thing is not catalyst by that. You know what I'm saying? That's very fascinating to me because for me, like being I smoke hella weed and I smoke hella weed more or less recently in the last I don't know how many years, but I've embraced it more so in my later life than my earlier life. In my early life, I was still, you know, the same thing, but as, as being later it has opened my mind up a lot and I'm able to be more comfortable in my own skin even more so than I was before, however that may be. So it's just fascinating because you don't need it, but I know it's things like this that also help people to see things in a different light, whether it's experience, whether it's this. And I think that those things should be open to most people at a certain, you know, f- time frame in their life. And well, for, I just find that fascinating for, for I, your I've end. seen the people around me that were doing it mm-hmm. that were, Using that as their their you know how oh I gotta I gotta take a sh- there's some yeah. a lot of big name dancers that I know yeah I gotta take a shot before I go on yeah. stage and loosen up yeah or I gotta hit this so I can be creative to make something yeah and I saw that and I'm like well if they need that to do it and I can do it without it yeah it makes it to where I'm comfortable enough in who I am to just create and I have an advantage because if I don't got it but see I don't know about the I, advantage though because I'll tell you this right now this shit will show you something that you're not tapping into on your personal level. That's the real. And not not to me, not to say you don't have the advantage. I think that what you're doing at an excelled rate is amazing. And it's not to say this has to be for everybody. But what stops most people from really going deep is their own selves. Yeah. And the things that stop them are everything that's preconceived in their head. Something like this allows you not to um, put things in a small box for you to hide. Yeah. That's why when people smoke this shit for the first time or heavy, they get stuck. You want to know why? Because they feel really uncomfortable because they can't control their thoughts. They can't control their inner emotions. Mm. You get what I'm saying? But you know how when some people meditate, they get into that same like They can. That yeah. frequency. They can. They can. Some can. Some can. But for me as a kid, I used to pray a lot. I used to talk to God. A True. Lot, and, and it opened me up to the point to where I would literally be able to be like, all right, God. I never made beats before. I want you to teach me this program. See, and later I'm making beats. But see, that's what I'm saying. That's why 
like I'm not the biggest proponent of religion, but what I say is this. There's a reason why some of the top scientists, things that go against religion, those people are even religious. People that practice science at its top, top thing are still religious. Meaning to say this, in my opinion, and this is some Neil deGrasse Tyson shit. Maybe religion is useful to a lot of people in a great way because it gets a bad rap 100 percent in a lot of different circles. But also you can't knock it because in its truest form, it's some of the most positive shit out there without having to utilize uh, something else to bring you into that light. So I I totally agree with that. But I think I must disagree with you. And just to say you have the advantage just because it's been proven and known is because the reason why you buy into the propaganda, why this is bad is because 1940s, 50s propaganda. Reefer Madness, watch that. That was instilled into a whole generation. It was pretty dope because the people that ran tobacco didn't want to give it up. Exactly. They they banned hemp. And not even that. It's just the cotton business. Because you're like, yo, if you can't uh, process hemp faster than cotton, we're rolling with cotton. That's the only thing. Because the cotton gin stopped slavery. Hemp couldn't be processed quick enough. That's why they came out with the decorticator, but it was already too late. They were like, no, we're running with cotton. It's cheaper. No labor. We're all good. You know what I'm saying? And that's the only reason why. And on top of that, they were like, well, that's going to stop industry. We need to somehow, you know, make propaganda against it. William Randall Hearst, look him up. He's the one that fucking created Reefer Madness. He controlled all the media, and he said, this shit makes black people rape your white women, yep. and it also makes Mexicans hella lazy. Yeah. So this is the propaganda. And I'm not saying you're buying into the propaganda. You could you could easily say this shit help people go into a downward spiral. My my only argument to this is or to that is they found weed before they found anything else. Yep. That's all what that is. But the crazy part is it has a lot of medicinal uses that are actually good for True. people, and it does do things that help people. And that's what sucks about our government because they still deem it as a Schedule One drug, meaning it has no medical benefits exactly. at all. That's why you can't test on it, and why the arguments for most marijuana um, shit out there were like. Well, it's not even proven because there's not enough test results. Oh, you want to know why? Because the government doesn't even allow me to get this much amounts to even have a legitimate test. Mm -hmm. So that's where the hangup is. That's why everything's theoretical up until this point. Well, like for me, it's still like... I get it. I I understand it. Like on a deeper level, my my father had drug addiction problems. I get it. I totally get it. It, that was a big reason why I was like, you know what? True. I, I, I ain't even going to mess with you. I agree. So, I understand that. And that's why I have to commend you on where you've arrived at it because it's really hard to break the boundaries of everyday life yeah. and to have the walls put up against you and for you to break through and still look outside of the circle is I, I highly commend it. That, that's all what I'm saying. I just wanted to point that out. Oh, yeah. But not to say for all you smoke out people that smoke weed out there, get lifted. And... Wait till you're like 28, 30 when you have life experiences in you. That's my opinion. That's just me. <laughs> Don't waste it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. How do you feel about that, Deeks? I'm not that old yet, so I haven't experienced it. Bullshit, but yeah. you are smoking hella weed, though. Now you are. I know, P. You were smoking it when you were younger, and you don't smoke it as much now. You consume it if you ever do, edible-wise. What's that? You only you only consume it in terms of like, yeah. Yeah. Trust me, man. I know. It's processed differently. When so, it goes through your liver, it, it yeah. becomes a totally different drug. Yeah. It's like, what, how many times stronger? A lot. Like five times stronger. Deeks will know he was at Disneyland. He was uh, suffering this crazy-ass <laughs> trip when he was at Disneyland. But what was that? what that feel like? Di- death? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I actually was chilling. You enjoyed it? Uh, I mean, I, didn't, I can't say I was like walking on clouds and 
Like, but he was. <laughs> this is where the beauty of it is. Be for for you know from people that smoke weed anyways or me. When you get to that super hard like deep depth, is when you feel the most vulnerable. From what I've learned from the times when I'm at like oh I need to call the hospital this ain't working, and when you wake up it's like okay it's basically I just had the greatest conversation with myself without having the greatest conversation with myself, like the most self doubt and I'm very self deprecating when I'm super high. So it gets but it forces me. That's what I'm saying. If real with yourself, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It forces me to really look at myself, like in all levels. And but see, there's here's my thing too. There's always been that saying, and this is a Joe Rogan, a Bravo thing, where it's like revisit this shit later on in your life. That's what I was about to say. Because if you're doing it too young, it's just it's it's stupid. It's social, yeah. and that's the problem. Is because, in my opinion, it shouldn't be there that early. But at the same time. You have alcohol sneaking into things, so it's like it's just kind of the rules of the world. I think if what there's if, more knowledge to it, what if I think it's not a problem. Get to that place where you're you're at that self mm-hmm. like understanding. Yeah, memorize how that felt, and then get there without it. Oh yeah, no, I could definitely do it just based on like uh, you know float lab or meditating, or even just having like deep REM sleep or what is, what is float float lab. So uh, P, go ahead, go into that a little bit. Uh, deprivation tanks, sensory deprivation oh, tanks. Oh, where you're like, like just this. Yeah, basically. So it's basically like this whole part of your face is outside of the water. The water is body temperature. It's full of uh, Epsom salts, and you just float in a dark. It's because it's buoyant because you put the salt in there. So essentially, imagine you're laying in a tub, right? And the the temperature of the water is your body type, and you're in basically an enclosed area. After about, what, 20, 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes. your mind stops to think about all the outside shit, and then now – you're just not – you're, like, empty. Now your mind starts to go in different directions yeah. because when you're thinking, you're thinking about I'm sitting, I'm feeling. There's all this type of shit that's stopping you from really getting to your mind. So when you take away your sensory – you know, mm. that's why it's called sensory de- deprivation. Now you're just Is thinking. Is there a place like that in set? Oh, there's a lot there's, of them. There's a few – a lot of them. There's ca- uh, Capital Float Labs off of Broadway. There is um, – True Rest. There's a True Rest in Roseville, yeah. Folsom, and Elk Grove. I don't know if there's any places in Natomas yet, but there's quite a few places yeah, man. in SAC now. So that's like to get you, that's the closest thing to uh, hallucina- uh, hallucinating is because what that does, I want to say when you're isolated like that, what is that drawing out? It puts you, it puts you in your deep REM dreaming stage. And that deep REM, it's the pineal gland, which is uh, also... The thing that DMT, I want to say, sparks in you, which is dimethyltryptamine, but it's in every living thing. And it's the thing that starts that REM. So the thing that makes you dream, you're able to kind of enable that when you're in this isolation tank. So do you Mm -hmm. meditate? Have you ever meditated? Do you meditate? Um, My form of meditation would be like praying. So it doesn't get you to that place where if you can do that in an isolation tank, yeah, your mind goes somewhere else because you got to think. You're not distracted by the wind, the you air, nothing. Feel like you're floating. Walking with God, basically. You're floating because you have no idea on, like, yeah. you're not feeling anything. If you if you if you could lay there for like, I would suggest a two hour session because it takes about 20, like twenty five thirty minutes to get to that to get to that zone where you feel comfortable comfortable enough to actually let go and just relax your body. And then, then your mind goes apeshit. Your mind just runs wild. If I had like a really, really big bathtub with some Epsom salt, 
different. It's different. It doesn't work. It's different. Because the body the, temperature. The, body, the water it's like, is it's like thousands, very specific. That, like thousands of pounds. Yeah, it's thousands. Because it's buoyancy. So when you lay in it, you don't have to do anything to float. You just automatically float. Yeah. So and the temperature just happens to be yeah. your your skin your like your regular temperature. Yeah. So you're like so it's like ninety ninety eight degrees. Or something. Yeah. So after you get over that, you're like, I'm just floating in the darkness. Yeah. Mm. And then your mind starts to go How haywire. Much is a session normally? It's like fifty bucks for two hours. Like yeah. Oh yeah, I'm down. Do it. That's what's up, man. Do it and record it. Isn't you should. Waterproof? Right after, like no, just right after, just be like, yo, I just had my first thing, and, and I want to say it might take a couple. It might take a couple, but I mean, you'll kind of get the idea because it it really it's you should read up on it too. Uh, isolation tanks or sleep or deprivation I've seen tanks. Like a couple of videos of it, but I, I didn't really go deep yeah. into it. That's the that's the closest thing to have those experiences that psychedelics give you or like super heavy marijuana gives you um, without having to do it. That's like the the, the equivalent mm. because you're able you're able to tap into it because we all have it. That's what causes you to to dream. Essentially, so is that that's just the trigger to get you there. Which one? The weed. Oh, the weed. I just like this. It makes me feel good. Like it's cool. <laughs> but also, if you get to a certain time frame, like for me, how I utilize it when I get to that point, it does get me to like that, that self checking thing where I'm like, I'm not doing anything great, or look at all my notes, or it's it's just whatever. It just anything happens, and you got to be. I mean, in my opinion, you got to be okay with it. And that's kind of like where it's at. But, yeah, hour 44, yo. That's crazy. B, thank you for coming on. Please plug what you got going on, what's coming up in the ranks for you. Like, you're a busy man. So, IG, where they can find you, what you have coming up. Shout out to whoever you need to shout out to. Like, everything. All right. The the IG is nobody916knowbody916. Boom. Um, YouTube, uh, nobody916. Uh, great house of dance If you want to take classes Hit us up um, Leighton Dash Project Is now housing The great house of dance Oh that's the new joint Okay so We out in Folsom Getting it in It's much love Much fun Headbangers Brawl Has been on fire Yes All over the nation So if you're in another city And you want to get in You need to get in now Because we're making superstars Alright So other than that Shout out to Earth To whoever and everybody else. I was like, what podcast is that? Hella hard, to, hella hard to write the name. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. We got to change the shorthand, man. Everybody who's out there paying attention for all three viewers, let us know if you ain't feeling the shorthand because that's like a thing. It is a thing. It's a it thing. It's cool, but it's hard to remember. It's hard to remember and it's hard to type in. To be honest, I figured this out. If you type in War on Walls at YouTube, our shit comes up automatically. Ooh. So that's like the loophole. I don't know how. I'm trying to change the hashtag Warren Walls on the YouTube. Like, you'll find our videos instantly. It's crazy. Look at it. It's crazy. It's the wildest. Shout out to Skull Candy for sponsoring me. Skull Candy. Go get it. Steel plates. And hopefully, shout out to Paul Mitchell real soon because I'm coming for it. Boom. Paul Mitchell with the hair product. Holla. Make it for the blacks. Smelling shampoo. Shout out to Patron. Jameson. That's how you get it. Where you at? P, go ahead and plug your shit, whatever you got to do. Uh, you can find me at home, building stuff, uh, Reclaim Witness. That's the same, man. Don't be Reclaim on that Witness. most Jeff shit. Find me on the couch. I know. Find me on the couch. Nah, you don't find me on the couch. I'm too busy. Yo, P's building mad tables for all you out there that hey, need yo, that wood. When he build that Murphy bed for me, I'm going to post it and y'all going to see Yo, that's going to be a whole video episode. Check it. Murphy bed's coming hot. 2017, 18. That's yeah. the hot shit. Go ahead, Deeks. Where you at? 
uh, in his jacket. <laughs> oh, yo, Deeks is hot on making these jackets right now. Watch out for the merch or to whoever uh, possibly the website's coming up pretty soon. We're gonna be selling some uh, Cup Deek merch. Yeah, I'm looking forward to 2017. Cup Deek merch. Cup Deek merch. Props. Holla. It's coming soon. Peace. It's coming soon. Yeah, you already know. We back. We out. Peace. Or to whoever. EP 71. Shazam!